now, now, the Crash and Mars Podcast, 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for March the 9th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talk getting pulled over. Uh, we want to hear that excuse you gave the officer when you got pulled over and whether or not it worked. I always just tell them that they're idiots who probably read their radar wrong. Works every time. Try it. Also, we want to know how fast is too fast to move on from your old relationship. I've heard you're supposed to give an hour for every year of the relationship. So usually by lunch, you're probably safe to start French and other people. And we want to hear that creative way that you've pulled your kid's teeth. Like the old uh, tie some floss to a door and slam it. I've heard biting into an apple can work. Did you know you can also scare a tooth out? Uh, Just like hiccups or rabies. Turns out all they had to do was frighten old Yeller. In their defense, he should have been scared when they brought the gun out. All right, here we go. This is the Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, yesterday we talked about uh, the story in the news about a, a woman who ordered pineapple on her pizza. Yeah, you guys lost your mind. You lost your mind on it. It was, uh, what happened was, was she's on campus. She's down in the state. She ordered a pizza and she, the pizza came to her dorm room, except it had a note on it that said, I couldn't bring myself to put pineapple on a pizza. That's gross. Mm-hmm. And then they taped a $5 bill to the top of her pizza lid. And so when she opened it up to look at her pie, she had the note and then the $5 bill. Yeah. So they put every other topping she wanted on her pizza but pineapple. We had like a full-on debate yesterday where people got super mad whether or not pineapple should be a pizza topping. You guys are passionate about that. Yeah. Uh, it was I'm, 50-50, though. I yeah, went through well, it. Yeah. I'm all for it. There's nothing better. Why wouldn't you want like sweet and salty on your pizza? I'm not a pineapple on the pizza girl. But you I love pineapple. Gross. Love pineapple. Barbecued pineapple, but fantastic. See, I also pineapple smoothies. I won't put pineapple on a burger. I think that's gross. Oh, I like that too. I know you do. You like love a big it. ring of pineapple right on a burger. Mm, who serves that? Is that OJ's? Could be. Yeah. Someone does. Yeah. I think OJ's has one. See, I can't do it. Oh, and it's that- so good in like the barbecue sauce mixes with the pineapple. Yeah. Mm. Well, this has gone to like a next level. Yeah. Because the internet decided to conduct their own polls and they, out of 340,000 votes, mm-hmm. <laughs> 50-50 on whether or not pineapple is a good topping. It's still right down the middle. Right down the middle. Mm. I have a list of other controversial toppings for pizza. Yeah. Let me know if you find these ones weird. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Number one, Chicken. Good on pizza, mm. bad on pizza. Uh, I like chicken on pizza. I don't um, mind chicken on Boston pizza. Boston Pizza does uh, uh, the chicken pizza quite well. Okay. It's like chicken barbecue or something. Ground beef on pizza. Yeah, I love ground beef. Ground beef, bacon. I'll pizza do ground 73 beef on pizza. has a ground beef one. Mm. <laughs> Listen to Crash. Oh, List yeah, off yeah, yeah. <laughs> the great places to get certain pizzas. Yeah. So for chicken, it's Boston Pizza. Yeah, Boston Pizza is a good one. For the ground beef, you like their pe- the yeah, pizza, pizza 73. 73. Okay. It's good. It's quick. Let me know what you think about this one. Sweet corn. Uh, never had that. Corn on a, ch- on a pizza. Yeah, never had corn on a pizza. I don't know if I'd like it. Probably. Yeah, you'd eat it. I love corn. You do. Love pizza. Fried eggs. Mm, no, I don't need to dabble into the egg. Would I'm you, not an egg would on, you throw an egg on no, pizza. No, I wouldn't throw That's an just, egg on. I've I've actually never seen egg on a pizza. I've never seen it offered. I have. It's a um. It's not like scrambled egg. It's literally a fried egg where if you bit into the yolk, the yolk would run. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. No. Although no. I do like yolk. 
Yeah, you. What was that uh, salad you got? That the waitress came. She's like, I'm gonna cut your salad, and it came with an egg on top. And she cut it and mixed your food in front of you like a baby. Yeah, that was weird. It was like I was a baby. <laughs> she uh, was one step away from. No, that it wasn't a salad. It was like a rice dish. Oh, was that a rice dish? That was at Earl's. It yeah. was like the beep beep bip and bap. Oh, the beep and bop. The beep and bop. Beep and bap and bop. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah, they cut my they, food for me like a baby. <laughs> yeah, they literally walk in front of you, put the dish down. Forgot and about that. They're like, "I'll mix it for you," and you're like, "Oh, uh, okay." And they, I don't like the sound of it either because they're gentle with the cutlery. They're very gentle yeah. with it, yeah. And then you just hear the egg that's like, "But well, that's not really what it." <laughs> Here's your beep and bop. Yeah. <laughs> you enjoy the baby beep and bop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, thank you. My food's all mixed now. Mm-hmm. Fried eggs. Uh, most people, by the way, said no. Eighty-three uh, percent of people said they wouldn't. Yeah. Anchovies. No. Now this is an old. That's an old man's game. An old staple on pizzas. Mm, who? Gets an anchovy pizza nowadays. I would never eat anchovies. I think they're gross. That's but like a, it's like a grandpa thing, no? I feel like the now family would put uh, anchovies on their pizza. I don't know. Five six seventy nine. You guys dig the anchovies? Who wants to look at a bunch of mini fish slices all over your pizza? Right. I I right? don't know because it's uh, like the full deal. It is Heading the full deal, right? Yeah, it is. So you see the little eyes, the little mouth. That's like what. Yeah, I know. That's just not right. Apparently, Famoso does a fried egg on a pizza. Really? Yeah, if you want to check it out. Mm. Canned tuna. Mm. Open up an old can of tuna, throw it on your za. No. Would you do it? No. Actually, I guess I wouldn't do any seafood. No, probably not. No fish, nothing. 91% of people say they would never put canned tuna on their pizza. And here are the other things that people say uh, they don't like on their pizza, which I love. Mm. Onions. Oh, love onions yeah. on a pizza. How, what's the percentage of that? Uh, 33% of people said it was gross. Why? I don't know. I thought that should be a staple on a pizza. Mushrooms. Shut up. I love mushrooms. Oh, I love mushrooms too. Pep and mushroom? Mm. Delish. 38% of people said that mushrooms were gross on a pizza. Is that because people hate mushrooms? Because I be. know a lot of people as of late that hate mushrooms. Yeah. How can you hate a mushroom? It's because of how they're grown. Ah, once you wash them. What's not grown in poop nowadays? Good point. Spinach. 50 50. 50% said they was good on pizza. 50% said terrible on pizza. Uh, the only problem with spinach, it gets soggy. Wet. Yeah, wet and soggy. Olives. Mm, no. I'm not an olive girl. Nope, nope. 54% of people say that olives are disgusting on a pizza. Even if they're accidentally on a pizza, I'm still not eating it. Right? I'm not even flicking them off because the olive juice seeped into the uh, cheese and the dough. Gross. Yeah. Uh, people are saying, what about shrimp? That's from Carl out in Spruce Grove. Mm. <sighs> Again, shrimp I'm, on a pizza. I That's... love shrimp, but not on a pizza. But not on a pizza. Yeah. Uh, people are saying they do love anchovies on no, a pizza. No, really? They love it. Uh, Rob says, call me grandpa. Yeah. I'll eat anchovies on a pizza, LOL. No, no. Christopher Phillips says, mushrooms are Satan's snack food. They're disgusting. Oh, come on, Christopher. There's nothing better than a fresh, clean mushroom. No, I don't know. That you just, it's semi-chilled. You take it out of the fridge and you bite into it and you feel like that. The, it it kind of snaps. It's got like a pop to it. Oh, gross. <laughs> I don't like raw mushrooms. And you eat the stem too. I know you rip stems up. I do. No, you gotta eat the stem. That's the best part. Andy says anchovy that pizza up, bitches. Oh. Loves so it. People are probably doing like anchovy and olive. 
Yeah, anchovy and olive. That would be a rank pizza. Uh, Chad says he loves he loves it. Watches anchovies or he eats anchovies while watching Sweet Ninja Turtles. Yeah, you do. Mm. That's gross. Have you ever had anchovies? No, I've never. Amanda wants to know if you'll eat calamari. He won't eat calamari. Um, you've had it, but I've you don't. I've had it. I, d- I prefer not to put it in my mouth because that's the, with the tentacles. Yeah, you get the little octopus yeah. in there. What's the rings? That's also that's also. Oh, I can do the rings. I just don't want to see the little tentacles. Like the little uh, the little head with the tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, a 30-year-old woman in our city has been charged after police say they found her seven-month-old sitting unattended in the backseat of a locked vehicle. What? Now, that's, of course, during this really cold, icy cold snap we've got going on. The vehicle was not running at the time. According to police, officers responded to a complaint regarding the child at about 2.15 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. They found the baby in a commercial parking lot near 96th Street and 82nd Avenue. And the vehicle wasn't running. It was not running. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah, it was not running. When I saw the headline of this story, I thought for sure the vehicle would be running because it's freaking cold. It's cold. Wow. Officers decided to break the front driver's side window to grab the baby, which they said was crying, Mm -hmm. after what police called a lengthy, unsuccessful search for the driver. The mother then arrived at the vehicle about 10 minutes later. So they got there, assessed the situation looked for the mother mm-hmm. when they couldn't find her they're like smash out that window yeah let's get that baby they smashed the window took the child out and that was when the mother showed up 10 minutes after they smashed the window what was she doing just like shopping in a warehouse or something was it her workplace um this is the actual quote oh are no. you ready oh is it gross it is gross yeah quote When asked if the woman provided an excuse for why she left her infant unattended, police said, quote, from our understanding, she was more concerned that the officers broke her window. Are you kidding? Ugh. So. She wasn't concerned about the baby. She wasn't concerned about the baby. Wow. Did she yell at the cops about who's going to pay sure. for my window? The police are How saying, dare you? from our understanding, she was more concerned that the officers broke her window. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Can't pick your parents. <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> oh, that's you terrible. cannot no. pick your parents. In a cold vehicle, too. At the time, uh, Edmonton was minus 21. The windshield was minus 28. The woman whose name has not been released in order to protect the identity of her child has been charged with causing a child to be in need of an intervention. Mm. And vehicles cool off pretty quick. Like if you park your hot vehicle in a parking lot, run in a store, 10 minutes later you come out, it's kind of cold in there. Yeah. Right? Police are encouraging anyone who sees a child left alone in a car to call 911. And if that takes too long, call your AMA roadside assistance. Mm -hmm. If you do see a child in distress, people recommend that you also ask others for help to check nearby businesses to find the parent or guardian. We're not allowed to just smash a window right away? I mean, well, you're not supposed to. Yeah. You're supposed to go to all the businesses, I guess, and... And be like, 
Did someone leave a baby in a car? Yeah, and hope you don't get punched in the face by somebody. Don't hmm. tell me how to parent. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, call the call, cops. Call the cops. Yep. Call the cops. Call 911. If they don't get there fast enough, call AMA Roadside Assistance. They'll be able to help out if you see a baby in a car. Jeez. A school in Okotoks was shut down yesterday after school officials were notified of a threat. RCMP say that they were contacted immediately after they learned of the threat towards the junior high school. The threat was made after regular school hours and was reported by a student. They're not saying what the threat was, but it was enough for them to shut it down. Hmm. As a precaution, classes have been cancelled. Mounties are still investigating. If you know anything about the threat, you are being urged to call RCMP or Crime Stoppers. Did you ever have any threats at your school? No. I, I feel I, like I did. I can't think of one case where we had to like evacuate the school because of a threat. I had a bomb threat mm-hmm. at uh, UBC. Hmm. I wasn't attending class at the time. Yeah, I was there working on. I was I was there working, mm-hmm. and they evacuated the entire University of British Columbia area where the bomb threat was called in. Is it mass panic or everyone's just like, no, it's like a fire, no one like cared. a fire alarm going off. You Everybody walk walked down to wreck beach and just got nude. And oh yeah. Smoked the just drugs. lit up. We're yeah. good. <laughs> we're, all, we're all good. But that's the only time that I've ever yeah. been involved in like a threat being called into a school. Hmm. I guess you guys didn't do that. No, for, there were no threats. There was Let's talk of it. We always talked about, and it's terrible, but as teens, we always joked around to get the day off kind of thing. Or if yeah. there was big exams coming up. Yeah. Yeah. You would, you would dream of that day, but nobody would ever actually no. do it. And the reason why we wouldn't do it is because we knew that our parents would literally murder us mm-hmm. if one what? of us ever called in a threat. Well, you'd be expelled if you're busted, right? Would they? Oh, yeah, they would expel yeah. you. At that time, it would be an expel. <laughs> Nowadays, it'd be charges, right? Yeah, and then it would, you, you yeah, just would have been kicked out, and then yeah. good luck at another school mm-hmm. bringing you back in. Yeah. Anybody call into any threats to your school? No. Right, it just wasn't a thing. Never. No. Even uh, rarely did we do like a fire alarm. We never (laughs) tested much. There wasn't a lot of, once you're in the school, they sort of try to keep you in there. We did the fire alarm testing once a year and that's it. We did it often. It was usually, like twice or three times really? a year. Yeah. Well, we ha- usually had it uh, first three weeks of school, of the school year. Fire alarm, they do all their checks and they're like, okay, we're good for a year. I remember as a kid, the principal had like a stopwatch. During oh. our fire alarm testing. But mm-hmm. looking back, I doubt they were timing anything. No. That's just what you do with kids to get them yeah. moved. You pretend it's to like, time all righty, here we go. And everyone's like, oh, he's timing. Yeah. <laughs> because what if we weren't fast enough? Right. You'd be like, well, you guys aren't ready for this sort of responsibility. Yeah. I remember in high school when they would do the fire alarm testing, the bell would go off. And we would all, you know, file outside yeah. or whatever. And then you would see probably about five kids just take off to the right. Oh, yeah. Running. Like, just running like the wind. Mm-hmm. Are we still lying to kids and saying, like, single file is the way to go? Probably. Because there's I would no. I imagine they still try to create yeah. some sort of structure. Some sort of order. Yeah. You run kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in yeah. Uh, high school, we jammed out to the back fence. Yeah, you'd go skip school. Oh, yeah, and we're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smoking <laughs> your cigarettes, being all oh, yeah. cool during a fire alarm. Yeah. yeah. All right. It does pay to be optimistic, which this guy learned that lesson the hard way. 49-year-old Alan Cochran was in court last week in Virginia facing two felony charges. He was accused of stealing $33 worth of sharp cheddar cheese from a grocery store. And the second charge was for not showing up at a previous court hearing. Cheese is expensive. 
The good news is, is that they had a jury on this. I don't, I'm so <laughs> the case the of the stolen cheese. Uh, the jury found him not guilty of stealing the cheese. Why? They just said, they. I guess the they evidence was laid out, oh. and he was found not guilty. Unfortunately, though, he wasn't there to hear the verdict because he thought he was going to be named guilty, so he left early. Oh, no. Because he left the trial, mm. they arrested him. Oh, oh Alan. Come on. He thought for sure he, he thought was for guilty. sure he was going to be, be guilty. guilty. So he was looking to escape? Because he wasn't there for the verdict. I guess he left on when the jury was out yeah. deciding whether or not he stole the cheese. He left. So then the jury said, well, screw you for leaving. They gave him the maximum sentence of five years for leaving before for the verdict. stealing cheese? No, for leaving. Oh, for leaving before the verdict. For leaving before the verdict. Oh, what an idiot. Come on. If he just would have stayed, he would have walked out. Mm. Nothing. Oh. It would have been great if he was busted with cheese in hand. It would have yeah. been. <laughs> but he wasn't. Mm. Oh, I feel bad for Alan. I know, right? He was so downtrodden. Mm-hmm. He's like, for sure I'm going to be found guilty. He left. Nobody believes Alan as he's kicking dirt outside yeah. the courtroom. Poor Alan. The whole jury believed him and then got mad at him for not showing up for the verdict. So they <sighs> threw the book at him. Damn. Who would have... But but how was he was arrested for stealing cheese? How yep. did the verdict deem him not guilty? I don't. He had a good lawyer, huh? Maybe he didn't steal the cheese. Maybe he didn't steal it. Oh well, then why is he leaving? Because he thought he, he was going to be found sure. guilty. Yep, they're going to lock him up. Yeah, Come he's on. like they're going to find me guilty. Ah. Woe is me. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. They found him not guilty and then arrested him for leaving. <laughs> That's the worst. That is the worst luck in the world. <laughs> All right, off to Florida we go for this next story here, where a 19-year-old guy got into an argument with his 17-year-old brother. Now, he wound up hitting his brother on the shoulder with a wine bottle and was arrested for battery. Ooh, that would hurt. Do you want to know why he got into a fight with his brother? Apparently, he busted his brother wearing a pair of his underwear. Well, it's weird, but not like beat you with a wine bottle weird. He thought it was disgusting. So he attacked his brother with the wine bottle. Mm-hmm. All right, for those of you who have bros, mm-hmm. are you upset if your brother wears your undies? I'm just trying to think if uh, growing up, if I wore my brother's undies or he wore mine. Because we shared a bedroom. Laundry would get mixed up. So, yeah, stuff would have to get mixed up all the time. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, I wore John's undies. Guaranteed you guys you did. You wore mine? Because you guys had bunk beds, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was no separation. Yeah, that was of a small room. No way. This studio is bigger than our bedroom. I never thought about underwear, but you're right. They would have got mixed up just like socks and everything yeah. else. Anything sort of generic, white t-shirts. His mom would look at it and be like, oh, these yeah. are <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right? Dresser. She'd throw them in somebody's drawer yeah. and call uh, it a day. Oh, uh, me and my bro shared undies and socks? Definitely you did. Ugh. It would be jarring to find out your brother knowingly stole your underwear well, yeah that would be weird if it was like really obvious like if mm-hmm. they said like dave's or something on them yeah that would your story's about adults though right 19 and 17 yeah well i guess you weren't living at home but no. you were living at home when you were 15 yeah so were you you and john swapping the old underoos at 15 I guess there's 16 still a chance of 15 16 you guys are still sharing a room right it'd be oh yeah it'd be a problem if john came to town and then started wearing mindies That'd be a problem. What do you mean by came to town? Like if he oh, came like to town to, to visit, visit and you when he moved out. Rocking my undies. He's like, oh, bro, did I miss this? <laughs> 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 you sweet, sweet yeah. undies. <laughs> uh, yes. All right, for those of you who have vintage cars and if you like to show them off, this next story is for you. Uh, we're going to stay in Florida because nothing will come good out of showing your vintage car 
in a Walmart parking lot. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> this dude named Paul from Edgewood, Florida, owns a gorgeous, restored 1959 Corvette. Beautiful car. Last week, he drove it to Walmart. Well, after he parked it, there was an old lady cutting through the parking lot in her Ford Taurus. She realized she was heading straight for the Corvette. No. Nah. No. So she tried to hit the brakes, but she hit the gas instead. (gasps) She slammed into the vintage Corvette and rolled on top of the hood. Oh, my God. Her car is literally on the hood. No one was hurt, thankfully. The Corvette, though, really messed up. Mm. Naturally, the Taurus is totally fine. Did he just, like, rip into her? I think he just walked away. What? Oh, like, in just, he can't handle he looking can't. at it anymore? He was like, yeah. I can't. He's like, I, someone else needs to deal with this. My baby is now underneath this Ford Taurus. How on earth? I'm going to put a picture of that on our uh, Snapchat. That's Dude, brutal. You drive your car up onto another car like that. She's like, oh, sorry about that. I remember buying this car new for $200. Oh, no. Oh, that's awful. That is a hot car. That That is a nice car. And it's not just like a a rough, like, primer paint job. This is like a premium done-up Corvette. I swear. I swear it was not there. If you if you look closely though, the vet's a little outside of the lines. Well, it was probably pushed, I l- or maybe he deserved it. <laughs> I don't think. So. Or if they were having like a if he was showing off his car because it looks like it's way at the back of the parking lot, right? Yeah, it's not. He at the might front. have he might have cro- like if he might have parked it no. diagonally with the impact of that. Ford Taurus. It would have pushed it. It shoved that car. She did slam on the gas. Because I've clipped a parked car and it moves. They move pretty easy. Leave a note? I did leave a note. You're such a liar. You're such a liar. I was a teen. Come on. It looks like the woman will not be facing any charges. He's not pressing any charges? Oh, I guess he's just doing insurance. Yeah, it. just go through insurance and she'll have to pay for the restoration of that gorgeous Corvette. Yeah. He should have kept it between the lines. I'm shocked that it popped up over the hood. Right? She she, must have floored it. Because she really doesn't have any front-end damage. Yeah, she had a lift kit on that Ford? Right? Her, you would think, by her smashing into the car, that whole front uh, passenger side should be smashed out. And it's not. There's no damage to it. Her car is just literally on top of the Corvette. Well, how on earth now did that happen? She was just going that fast that it just drove up the side of that car? I guess maybe at the last minute she turned sideways. And with and it was the able angle to... of her tire, it just caught the Corvette's tire and popped over or something? I don't know. I would hate to see the side of that Corvette. Because it's probably just ruined. The dude who owns the Corvette is a lawyer. Oh, the worst car to hit. Yeah, he's a lawyer, and he's the supervisor of elections Mm. for his county. Well, this guy's getting less and less sympathetic. (laughs) A politician lawyer who parks outside the lines. (laughs) In a sweet, sweet 59 Corvette. Oh, that looks pretty nice. Hmm. It's pretty nice. All right, how do you handle stress? I want you to ask yourself that situation right now. When, uh, When you find yourself really stressed out, what do you do? Scream. You scream? Yell. Yeah, there is a lot of yelling. Get angry. You do get mad. Mm. What else do I do? I'm just trying to think. A drink's nice. <sighs> a drink is yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, good old uh, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Alcoholic mm-hmm. beverage. Go for a walk. 
Go for a walk. Really? Yeah. Blow off some steam. Like, oh, Mars, I'm so mad. I just got to... I'm just going to go for a bit of a walk. You know what? I've actually seen him do that. <laughs> I have done, seen you I've do it. Walks. Yeah, I've seen you do it. I've done a drive, too. Yeah. Getting behind the wheel is probably not yeah. the best bet. But it is good, though. You're right. It drives right? nice. Yeah, it drives just, nice. I, you're like, I need a break. I just need I just need some time. Well, over at London's University College, uh, they did a study on the difference between how men and women handle their stress or drown their sorrows. Mm-hmm. Women, they found, tend to drown their sorrows by eating greasy, fatty foods. Mm. So in other words, uh, women will opt to find comfort in some sort of food that isn't necessarily broccoli and health. Yeah. Men, on the other hand, say that what they will do or turn to in order to handle sorrow or stress. Oh, this is crazy. Mm. 41% of men said that they will open up the good old porn sites. What? Oh. Oh. To relieve some stress? To relieve some stress. Who does that? This study's got to be skewed. Like, as soon as you get stressed, you're like, sorry, honey. I'm busy for the next hour. 51% of women said that they drown their sorrows in comfort food to calm anxiety. 31% of men said that they use food. 41% of men said that they use pornography. Hmm. A uh, quick poll with the dudes of the Now family. 56789. How are you relieving your stress and anxiety? Like, you come home, you're stressed out. Do you really run to a private room and throw on the old porn? I highly doubt it. Apparently men do. Apparently men say that they feel the need to release. What? When they're stressed out. So they'll... If they don't have somebody to do it with them, then they'll find a way to do it alone. If you have kids and stuff... Like, Jan, do you have a herd of children at home? Um, do you have anywhere in your house that you could be like, Rach, no. Yeah, if I just like need a man, like I can put on like a movie for the kids, like I'll just be upstairs. Oh, <laughs> no. Remember to knock. <laughs> no, 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 Yeah, no. you can't do that. Why do they, well, I guess that the woman's having snacks in the kitchen. And the dude's She's occupied. Just, she's occupied. So the dude, if he's stressed out, he's going to go and load up old Pornhub and have mm-hmm. a look. I've never thought of it like like coming home mad from work and like, oh, I know what I'm going to do as soon as right? I get home. Yeah. You're thinking already of the websites or the keywords that you're going to search. The keywords? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to forget this. Write this down in right? my hand. Yeah. Uh, now family saying booze, booze, a nice scotch. Scotch, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chelsea says my boyfriend always wants to exercise when he's stressed out. Okay. Always, it's so annoying. So there is... Uh, he's really stressed out. Yeah, he's really stressed out. Uh, another one, if I'm stressed out, go for a drive and drive fast. Yeah. I do love to drive. And that's usually when you have the thoughts of just driving off into the sunset. Yeah, that's when I tell you to not No returning. Um, nothing wrong with tugging the wire. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, porn all the way. Hmm. Uh, not porn. That's sensationalism for female titillation. Just beer. Okay. Okay, so they just go beer. They just go beer. <laughs> I drop my out of van. Oh, yeah, dropping an out of van works <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, that'll chill you out. That'll chill you out. When women were asked if they like to use sex as a way to relieve their stress, only 11% of women said that they would do it in mm-hmm. order to feel less stressed out. Hmm. The rest said, no way, hand me that chocolate cupcake and get out of my face. And you just go full bore. They it? go full bore, yeah. yeah. Uh, Utnall says, booze, booze, bong and a blow. Wow. Stress? What stress? Wait a second. Booze, bong, and blow? <laughs> Jesus. Nice afternoon for Utnall. That's a... Uh... Talk about confusing your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up, I'm down, I'm up, I'm down. Right? Yeah. I'm mellow, I'm up, I'm down. <laughs> That'd be stressful. <laughs> that would be stressful. Yeah. Huh. All right. Hmm. So most of the now family dudes not saying that they yeah, turn it on. Yeah, dudes run into porn. All right. Hmm. Well, if you are stressed out, it is one way to... Uh, 
relieve some stress, mm-hmm. we'll just say. Already in sports, uh, the NHL is embedding on their players going to the upcoming Winter Olympics in 2018. Commissioner Gary Bettman closed the GM meetings by saying that they're going to move forward with a schedule that will not include an Olympic break. Ooh. What does that mean? It means the NHL players are for sure not going. Hmm. I mean, that's what everybody's taking from it. So yeah. it looks like when it comes down now to the Olympics and to uh, NHL players, they're not going to schedule them to leave. Will there ever be a time where the Olympics are are just nothing? I was thinking about that right? last night. Because I do enjoy watching the, uh, sure. the Winter Olympics. Summer ones, eh. But Winter Olympics, I don't mind watching those. It just seems like every time we do an Olympics, there's so much scandal around yeah. every story. Mm-hmm. I think they'll change in the way that they're like, of countries building all these brand new venues for these niche sports that they only use when the Olympics are in yeah. town. And the Olympics never come back to town. Yeah. So I think they'll like change. find a cheaper way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe like one location will host it for forever. But then, but then you end up with like budget Olympics. Yeah, no one wants budget And then Olympics. nobody wants to watch budget Olympics. I want the pageantry. <laughs> or they do the Olympics all over the world. Like I do enjoy looking at the wicked architecture. Unfortunately, it's like bankrupting company or countries, countries rather. Yeah. But, meh. And the other thing is, is we had a story a while back about how no one will bid anymore. No, because it costs so much. Because it costs so much to the to the country, and they're mm. like, we're not using taxpayers' dollars every time. Yeah, to do this. Mm. So that's news there. Uh, Calgary Flames looking for an eighth straight win. Uh, that would match their longest win streak in the team history, which is kind of cool. Montreal Canadiens are taking on the Flames tonight. As for Oilers action, you're going to have to wait until tomorrow night. Oilers are uh, off again today. Tomorrow, though, they take on the Penguins, where the puck is going to drop at 7 o'clock. It's another home game at Rogers Place. Alrighty, it is going to be another chilly, wintry day today. Only minus 17 for the high with a 30% chance of flurries. Get through the next four days, and after that, we start our spring warm-up. It is 6.22, and we're sitting at minus 22. Good morning. Yesterday when I was uh, I was doing some driving around, made some things to do, um, I saw four people get pulled over. Damn. And they weren't by like cops. Speeding? No, I don't know. Are they, what do you mean they weren't by cops? It was by like the uh, peace officers. Oh, oh, I guess they're yeah. probably police officers, but just the peace officer vehicles yeah. with the lights. I've never seen so many. I witnessed four people. <laughs> and it wasn't like on the, um, like any of the highways. It wasn't Hende. It wasn't White Mud. Where were they pulling people over for? Uh, I was downtown. So there were two people I saw get pulled over downtown. Yeah. Do the peace officers have radar? Well, no. that's what I thought. I don't because think they have radar. No one they? was like, and I watched everybody get yanked. Yeah. So there was nobody, like nobody was like ripping through at a speed, like, especially when you're downtown. Maybe someone blew a red or something. No, I was right there. Oh, oh weird. And then there was one over in the West End because I was at the bank for a good part of the day yesterday. Mm-hmm. I saw another peace officer pull somebody over on, I think it was 69th. Hmm. Over on the west side, I was like, what on earth is going on? So I started driving like an angel. Because mm. I figured if I'm seeing that many people get pulled over. That's the worst. When you're driving in traffic, all of a sudden, you see a cop car and you're like, oh, Right? Because everyone avoids the cop car like the plague and everyone slows down way below the speed limit. Way below. Way oh. below, yeah. I, cops. I think uh, I did 40. <laughs> if we have any cops listening right now, shoot me a text. Do you find it rude or cocky if 
you have that one car that breaks free from the slow pack and kind of passes you. Oh, like if they don't I'll let do the, the police car be the pace car? Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're not being the pace car. You're just another car on the road, right? I'll I'll do the speed limit, but I'll, I'll end up passing the so cop car. So if the police Is that officer... A move? Let's say if the police officer, the cop car is doing 55. Yeah. And you're like, oh, come on. It's 60 down here. Oh, yeah. I'm You'll doing go 60. 60. I'll, you know what? I'll go 60 as well. I have nothing. If, I'm not hiding anything. If they're not like lights ablaze and pulling people over. Yeah. If they're just driving in traffic because everyone avoids them, right? Of course. They have like this big like circle around yeah. them where nobody's driving. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> well, kinda, I'll take it. <laughs> it's kind of funny when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, people are saying they saw a lot of people get pulled over as well yesterday. Hmm. It's a busy day. This one here says, I saw two on 149th Street this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I saw four people get pulled over yesterday. So it made me think, uh, I want to know from you guys, um, have you ever used a really, 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 really lame excuse after getting pulled over? Mm. Like, have you ever used, have you ever tried, well, you don't excuse, you're just like, whatever, yeah. I've been busted. Well, I've used the excuse I was late for the show, remember? And then the oh yeah, right. Yeah, the cops texting in and beat me. Yeah, they did. They told you off. <laughs> yeah, they let you go, but they told you to stop right? being yeah, such yeah. a d bag. Oh that was God, pretty funny. I'm, I'm late for my show <laughs> on this radio station that I'm listening to right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to know from you guys what were you pulled over for, and I want to hear your an ex- excuse. And I think we should guess crash mm-hmm. UI and Ginge whether or not um, you actually got off. Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. We're talking about uh, why were you pulled over and the excuse that you gave, and then Crash and I are going to try to figure out whether or not they let you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here, this one coming in from a police officer, staying anonymous, says, I had a kid tell me he was late for his sister's funeral. Mm-hmm. As I looked in his vehicle, I could smell and see he had fresh McDonald's on his seat. <laughs> <laughs> So you late for a funeral, but you had time to pick up McDonald's. I even pulled out my cell phone and called his dad to <sighs> confirm whether or not he was on his way to his sister's funeral. Like, young man got a ticket and a whooping, I'm sure. Oh, no. <laughs> my stomach would drop if you're like, well, I'm yeah. going to call your dad. Yeah, sure, what if he's 16, 17? Yeah. I'm going to call your dad, son. You're like, well, you <laughs> won't be surprised. I'm going to a funeral. <laughs> Your own. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, uh, Heather, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm morning? doing fantastic. All right, so uh, you were pulled over? Was. Well, this was a few years ago. Me and my best friend were driving with her son in the back car. Uh, 153rd and almost 97th. Okay. And the cop pulled me over. He's like, why are you speeding? I go, this little boy has to go pee. And he's like... Really? And the little boy's like, no, I don't. And I go, yes, you do. Oh, <laughs> oh now you're busted. Shut up, child. Yeah. And then he's like, Susie. And the little boy kind of like stared at him. I'm like, oh, really? He has to go pee. That's why I'm speedy. And there was a, it's a Ethel gas station right there. We're yeah. 97. Oh, yeah. Pulled her in, yanked the kid, and threw him in the bathroom. But yeah, he let me go. Oh, he did yeah. let you go. He did. Ooh. Even though the kid yeah. was like, no, yeah. I don't have to pee. Yeah, it was a little boy. Michael is like, no, I don't have to pee. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, you do. You just said. <laughs> the cops will be like, oh, right, yeah. I'll let you go on this one. <laughs> but he let us go. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You're like, kid, you couldn't help me this one time? <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was five. He was like all stunned out. Oh, exactly, yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. good one. That's all right. great. I'm going to yeah. try that with uh, Mars. I'll be like, she really has to pee. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about uh, why were you pulled over 
And what was the excuse that you gave? And then you can let Crash and I guess on whether or not the police officer actually believed your excuse. For whatever reason, driving around yesterday, I saw four people get pulled over. Four. Big pullover day. A lot of the now family saw that going down, too. Uh, Let's head to uh, Stoney here. I got Rick hanging on. Hey, bud. Good morning. How are you? Good. 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 All right. So uh, you were pulled over, right? Yeah, I was pulled over when I was younger, right? When they brought that uh, seatbelt law in. Uh Uh-oh. I, uh, when he first stopped me, the uh, cop asked me, he goes, do you know why I pulled you over? And I'm like, yeah, I was speeding. And (laughs) He said, no. <laughs> You're like, oh, were son you? of a... <laughs> but were you? Said, no, I wasn't. Why did you pull me over? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you weren't wearing your seatbelt. He goes, why? He goes, you know, it's a law now. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm claustrophobic. And I said, when I put it on, it scares me, and I don't know how to drive then. Okay. <laughs> okay, hang on. Before you go on, Crash, I want you to guess on whether or not the cop used... Rick's claustrophobic. Mm. Do you think he let him off? I'm going to say he let you off. I'm going to say he didn't. Oh, no. He he looked at me for about two minutes. He goes, that's the first time I've ever heard of that. He goes, I'm going to let you off. Ah! <laughs> that's a good one. Next time I'll give you a ticket. I'm like, yes, sir. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'll deal with my problems till next time. Oh, good story, Rick. <laughs> I like that. Okay, thanks for that, Rick. No problem. Bye-bye. Mm. The seatbelt will get you. That, right? I'm claustrophobic? <laughs> Come on. What, what, what can the cop say? The cop can't say, no, you're not. I guess it's a brand new law. Yeah, it's a go. perfect time to bust that out. Exactly. Uh, let's go to Darren. Hey, bud. Hey, how are you? Good, Hi. good. All right, so uh, you got pulled over a couple times, right? Yeah, actually, I've been I've been only pulled over twice in my life. Oh, okay. Okay, and uh, both times um, I told the officer like, it was always for speeding. Yeah. Right, and both times I just told him, "Yes, I understand. I was speeding. I apologize." Mm-hmm. And I think maybe because of my record, or because I've never been pulled over, I don't have tickets. That they both times they let me go. The one time was just after Christmas. Cop takes my stuff, goes to his car, comes back. He's like, "I never got you a Christmas present this year, did I?" And I was like, "Uh, no." And he's like, "Well, just slow down and have a good day." Oh, oh wow, that's nice. I'd be like, yeah, "So, I- where's my gift?" Yeah. <laughs> 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 Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars, all one word, on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, you may remember yesterday we had the story about the Edmonton woman that was taken to hospital with two broken arms on Tuesday morning after she was attacked with a crowbar during a vicious road rage incident on the city's southeast side. Well, now they've changed the vehicle that they're looking for. Hmm. Okay, so the suspect's vehicle is believed to be a mid-2000s silver Pontiac Wave with a seven-digit Alberta license plate that starts with the letter B. The vehicle is also equipped with a small fin or spoiler on the rear hatch, and it still has those steel winter rims on the tires. So I think yesterday they were saying it was a... A veil? A veil, yeah. Chevrolet veil? Which, it looks identical to the Wave. Same thing, yeah. yeah. So... Suspect's vehicle, believed to be a mid-2000 silver Pontiac Wave with a seven-digit Alberta license plate that starts with the letter B. Officers also say a woman with a long white coat and a man walking two dark-colored dogs were across the street from where the incident happened. They also are still looking to speak to them as well. Mm-hmm. Anyone with any information is being asked to contact the Edmonton police. You can do so uh, by hitting pound 377 on your cell 
or anonymous information can be submitted to Crime Stoppers or online at Crime Stoppers as well. I'm surprised they haven't uh, found him. No, they're still looking. I thought for looking. sure he would have been weeded out yesterday. No, not yet. Hmm. They're still looking. You say that car is parked in a garage. <sighs> Unfortunately. Probably. Right? Somewhere. All right, Wednesday, that was yesterday, marked the six-month anniversary of the new Rogers Place downtown. And so, because it was the six-month anniversary, uh, they decided to roll out some stats. Hmm. In other words, how much are you guys eating and drinking over at Rogers Place? No, I like it. Well, holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've got the stats here for you. Um, Let's go. Do you guys want to do some guessing on this? We can do some guessing if you want. Uh, All right, the number of people who ordered popcorn at Roger's Place. So the number of servings of popcorn that's been handed out. (sighs) Number of servings of popcorn? Um, Is it over 100,000? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go with 180,000 bags of popcorn served up. Jin, do you want to throw a guess in how many bags of popcorn? I was going to go way lower. What were you going to do? I was going to do like 20,000. 20,000. Oh, I didn't realize how many right? Brooks fans like popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll say like 110,000. 139,575 bags of popcorn. That's a lot of popcorn. Number of hot dogs consumed in the building. Mm. That one, the hot dog's a good go-to. That's got to be 120,000. Okay. Oh, more than the popcorn, I bet. I'll say 200,000 hot dogs. Wow. wow. It's a hot dog town. You're both wrong. Mm. Only 86,000 hot dogs. Oh, we're not a hot dog town. I've had like a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) The number of Caesars sold in the arena. I never thought of drinking a Caesar at a game. A Caesar, yeah. Because normally you just go for the pints or like the 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 beers. Or if you like Mars, you get the cup of wine. The cups of wine. (laughs) With the sippy cup lid. Love it. They treat me well. Uh, Caesars, I'm going to go 50,000. 50,000 Caesars? Yeah, the only thing holding Caesars back is the Caesar line. Caesar lines always run long Mm. to mix it up. Caesar line? Because there's only like a couple of places you can get the Caesars. It's yeah. low. I'd say like 30,000 Caesars. Mm. 84,813 <laughs> oh, Caesars have been sold in the last six months yeah. at Rogers. Wow. Uh, and the number of kegs that have been tapped oh. at Rogers Place in the last six months. Okay, the kegs. This one's How many kegs, guys? The kegs, I'm going to go with uh, 65,000. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of kegs. Am I overestimating the amount of kegs? 65,000 kegs? Do places like Rogers just use like a regular keg like that any pub would use? I I pictured they had like giant... Or you think they have giant ones? uh, They've got like the coolers. I mean, yeah, it's like I guess. when you work at a bar, right? Like your tap. It's all right there. And it's all on tap, so it's just keg after you keg. You think it runs keg. from like giant beer silos? Yeah, I pictured like like an oil tank or like something underneath the ground. <laughs> it makes fed sense, all though, the right? lines, yeah. The beer would go bad. Oh, judging by your reaction to crashes, guess. <laughs> okay. I'll guess 20,000 kegs. Kegs. Uh, you guys are way uh, off the mark. Really? Oh, is it like a hundred and something? No, oh. gosh, no. 4,374 oh. oh. kegs. Well, how many pints do you get out of a keg? A lot. I don't know. When you think about it, Roger's Place isn't serving beer from 11 a.m. till 2 a.m. every day. I guess they just right? go hard for a couple hours and that's, done. Sure, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Does anyone know how many pints you can get out of a keg? Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like how many glasses of beer? Ginger's yeah. on the Google there. Because we, uh, I hauled a keg for uh, a buddy when we were living in another city. He was having a house party and he bought yeah, a we freaking bought that keg. keg. Like, yeah. how many, 
How many drinks are you serving up here? We bought a couple of kegs when we were growing up, too. We would have keggers. I've never... We never finished I've it. never purchased no. a keg. Anywhere from 105 to 124 pints per mm. keg. Okay. Oh, yeah. Someone texts in, 125 pints of soda to a keg. Someone saying about 200. Those are light pours. Come on. Light pours? <laughs> That's still a lot of beers, though, then. That is, yeah. Yeah, a couple hours at a time. Right? Like that's Only well, a couple nights a week. 4,300 kegs. Yeah, you're getting I guess not every day you know, either. Yeah. Still a lot of beers. So mm. there you go. Uh, winners, of course, are at Rogers tomorrow night. <laughs> guess I was way off with my 65,000. A million. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, Edmonton drinks a ton of beer. A million kegs. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A flight from Las Vegas bound for Hawaii had to be diverted yesterday morning over police are saying what was a passenger's reaction to the price of an in flight blanket. What? I never buy the blanket. No. That's no, literally right? like a little piece of felt. It is a f- piece of felt. Uh, Hawaiian Airlines uh, had to land after a customer on the flight got a little upset over the cost of the blanket. What was the cost? $12. Witnesses say the man argued he should not have to pay for a blanket because it was so, quote, damn cold mm. on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> the passenger became upset and asked for the phone number to the Hawaiian corporate headquarters to complain. Yeah. They said, sir, we're in the air. And he said, I'd like to take someone behind the woodshed for this. What? Oh. They deemed that as a threat. Oh, no. So they had to... They landed uh, the plane? Yeah. They had to dump fuel in order to land. Oh, no. The man was escorted off the flight. Passengers recorded the lockdown on their cell phones. There's videos of it everywhere. Not very good audio. I went through it last I'm gonna night. I'm going to guess it's... he was fined. Uh, oh, yeah. Because yeah. the airline's losing a whole bunch of money by doing a landing. Uh, exactly. The way that they look at it is it cost the airline $12,000 to divert the plane in a landing. Ooh. The guy was upset over $12 to use a blanket. Well, but, now he's got to pay 12000 Yeah. If there's no woodshed on the plane, is that really a <laughs> right? threat? Right? Like, what does that mean? What is that saying? Like, like take you out back to... To like, shoot you? Is that what you. it is? Yeah. Rough you up. Take you out. Take you out? Mm-hmm. Take you out the pasture. If you were on that plane, I'd be really upset to find out... I guess I don't know how he said the words. Oh, I'd be pissed. Mm. But to find out that, like... That they're landing because of that comment? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, come on! Especially when you're on, your way, to, fine. You're yeah. on your way to Hawaii. <laughs> I know! Hawaii. Oh. Killing your vacation. Like, get me out of here, and now we're stopped again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were uh, landed at LAX for four hours. Oh! What a drag. Take that guy out behind the shed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people wanted to. Yeah, I bet you they, they, they did. Mm. All right, if you... Consider yourself to be someone who's got the gift of persuasion. CareerBuilder.com just put together a list of the 10 best jobs for people who are great at persuading people to do things. Hmm. Would you say you're good at persuasion? Uh, No, I think I'm too forward. I'm like, just do it. Why are you questioning me? Are you a person of persuasion? No, I get... I get, if I try and convince somebody to do something, then I'm much more apt to be convinced myself than to use the powers of the mind mm. to get someone to do what I yeah. want them to do. You know who's know good at I, it? Um, the boss can do it. Oh, don't say it. I know. No, he can. He can. Well, he can. He can do it, A, because he does it with, like, if, well, if you don't do this, then just don't come to work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to fire your <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. Like, he, he has that power to do that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a good, if I'm spectacular at persuasion or not. I might be. I don't, I don't use it. Mm-hmm. I don't do it. I could do it. I don't have the patience for persuasion. Like, just... Let's go. Let's, let's just get, it, get done. it done. Right? 
Well, if you do have the gift of gab to persuade people to do stuff, here's what you should be in. Number one, you should be an IT manager. Mm. Number two, financial manager. Hmm. I was sat down with one of those yesterday. She has the power of persuasion. You're like, take all my money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where are we investing in energy? Go. <laughs> <laughs> Sales rep manager. Mm-hmm. Personal financial advisor. Saw one of those yesterday, too. She was pretty good. Construction manager. Sales rep. Medical and health services. Hmm. The power of persuasion. And the administrative services manager. So basically anything management. Yeah. Because you can persuade people to do stuff. Yeah, I guess. Well, if you get that management role, then it's... It's it just happens. Your boss will persuade you to do things because he's got the power. He or she has got the power, right? I always thought of it as more as like a sales thing because if you're in like the medical or like financial industry, like I I just trust whatever my doctor says, mm-hmm. and if I don't person the bank tells me to do, I'll just oh, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, like they don't need to persuade so a doctor me. Could be like I need to cut this out. Yeah. And you're like okay, you went to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Go ahead, you do it then. <laughs> All right, what secrets are you keeping from your husband or from your wife? Uh, this might be a little juicy, but I don't I don't know about I don't know about some of them. Hmm. So if you feel that someone is keeping secrets from you, these are the five most common secrets that men keep from women and women keep from men or just men keep from men and women keep from women. Now families share some secrets. Stay totally anonymous. Anonymous, yeah. Your texts will be anonymous just uh, share your secret that you're keeping from your spouse. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Here are the five most common secrets that men keep from their partners. Mm-hmm. Number one, lustful thoughts. Like if you see a lady? Yeah, so you're with someone, yeah. but you lust after someone else. After someone else. Yeah, you should probably keep that to yourself. Is that bad, though? I, I mean, keep so- it to yourself, obviously, because it can be hurtful. I don't think a lustful thought is bad. Because I, I feel like human. women can have lustful thoughts. Oh, guaranteed as well. they do. I think it's all on how you share it, right? Yeah. Would you share that? Or I'm like just like out of the blue, call up Rachel. Like you would not believe on the end the ass I saw on this girl walking <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah. a weird thing yeah. to bring up. Yeah, now. just yeah. keep it to yourself. <laughs> um, number two, this is for men. Wishing their wives were more like their moms. What? Guys, what's I'm, up? I'm gonna guess it's more of a caring thing. And not, like, looks or anything else. Okay, so more it's like an attitude like or a caring. Yeah. Or, do you ever wish that Rachel was more like your mom? Or uh, is Rachel like your mom? No, no. I like that they're different. <laughs> <laughs> they have different features. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys fear criticism about the way your wife looks. From other people? Yeah. Like if someone's judging your wife. Yeah, or your you partner. F- you yeah. fear that. Yeah. You fear... You secretly fear the criticism uh, from others about the way your partner looks. Oh, that's a weird one. Is that because you're unsure of how your partner looks? I don't know. Because why else would you question it? Are, are you worried about what people no. think about how I look? No, not at all. Are you ever like, oh my God, I'm out with Mars? <laughs> I know. I've, <laughs> I've never thought that. Are you like, thinking it now, now that it's been brought up? No, like, I would never think that. Is your inner dialogue like, oh my god, I'm out this like No, Mars. if anything, you should be having that thought. Look at her. Like she look looks... at look at half the time when I go out, you're you're probably like, ooh, oh, I don't I don't know. Like that? That? <laughs> she literally cried for an hour before we went out. Look at her face. Look well, at it. Well sometimes she does. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing that you guys fear the most is trouble at work. Mm. You're worried about that. 
Now, when it comes to women, here are the five most common secrets that women are keeping from their partners. Number one, a crush on an old flame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. We've done shows on that. Yeah, if you've got, like... People are still crushing on some exes. Or if you do the fantasizing of the old what-ifs. Yeah. You don't talk to your partner about that. Yeah. A hidden nest egg. In other words, we're stashing the cash, ladies. Mm. And we're not telling our partners. Hmm. Getting hit on by other men. That you will never mention that. You won't mention it. Yeah. You keep that secret. But secretly, you like that. <laughs> well, secretly, you like it. But, well, and it's the same thing. It's like Ginge calling Rachel and being like, oh, you should see the ass on this chick that started at work. Yeah, you're just opening a, a bad, bad can of worms. Right? Here. Like, she, she's not going to call you up and be like, oh, yeah, Raj massaged me for two hours today. <gasps> she does. I don't know. Oh, okay. She does. <laughs> no secret there. It doesn't go both ways. <laughs> uh, secret snacking is another one. Mm-hmm. Women don't tell other people that they're eating. Hmm. Which is crazy. And then the last one is also also lustful thoughts mm-hmm. that you have about other people you won't tell your, your partner. All right. Well, we got some in from the Now family. Some uh, secrets that they're holding from their okay. spouse. Uh, this one says, all my online purchases. That's a big one. Totally. I don't tell Crash anything. <laughs> well, yeah. A package just showed up. She's ordering them to work now. Oh, yeah. They come to work. <laughs> they, show, they show up at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one says, an offshore bank account. Spouse doesn't know about that one. Yeah, there it, well, that's like uh, for the, the ladies. Stashing the cash. Hiding their real weight. Or, uh, pardon me, the real weight. They're, uh, easy, that, was, that was part of the Freud. snacking. <laughs> uh, that was the, uh, uh, the nest egg. Yeah. Um, oh, that's this one's terrible. Okay, what is it? My mom used to beat the crap out of me. Jeez. You hide that from your spouse? Yeah, you don't want to say. So family that matters. Were, that you were abused? Sure, family matters. Ay, ay, ay. Don't want to talk about it. Uh, this one says, my husband has no idea how much money we really have in the bank. He would spend it all if he knew. So obviously you're the money manager. Oh my God, I think I know whose wife that is too. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I know who that is, yeah. 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 Um, and there's a lot of other uh, money things rolling in. A lot of money. Yeah. Money. Money's a big one. You guys are hiding uh, money. So do you think that's women hiding money from men? Or do you think that's men hiding money from women? You know what? I think it's going both ways. Some ladies probably spending all the cash. Some dudes spending all the cash. So you start hiding as a little uh, little nest egg, a little what if. You got a nest egg? No. No, I don't have a nest egg. Do you have a nest egg? You know, but I'm hoping Rach has a nest egg now. That'd be great. Why? Because your your egg is empty? Yeah. <laughs> My nest is bare twigs. Is there a possibility yeah. that she's got... Oh, a very high very possibility. Very high possibility. She right? does, yeah, she does all the pretty much banking stuff. Does she... Do all you ever those? look at her bank account? No. Do you have the joint bank account? Because you we got have, one with your mom. Yeah, we got. I've got two. One with Rach, one with my mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mary, the two shall meet. Yeah. Are you? Uh, are you like? Are you involved in the bank? No. Like you? Okay. Do you see the banking? I mean, I could if I wanted to. Mm. I'd assume I have access. I haven't really ever tried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All your pin numbers have been. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, I have access like to the money. I, you know, but I don't yeah. like ever like check to see where it's going. Do you know if it's being invested in like uh, RRSPs? Sure. Or? Some of it is. They take a little off the check here and there. <laughs> Okay. I don't know as much as I should is what I'm oh, realizing. Okay. Yes, Mars, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just, uh, just one in there. Oh, some money secrets. Rachel for sure has a stash Money is the big one. Another one says, I buy gold secretly. Gold? Yeah. It still baffles me when people buy gold. It like doesn't gold baffle me. 
<laughs> really? No, it doesn't baffle me. I just, it's like, like stock market sh- stuff, right? Schmeagle from Lord of the Rings type scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying my gold huh? and my rubies. Oh, that's really neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, this says, I uh, had a baby at 19 and gave him up for adoption. Huh. He has no idea and never will. Oh. Yeah, you know what though? I like that's Wow. Yeah, but that could I also that could also be a situation though that uh that baby will come back and sure. be like, "Hey, while you deal with it then." I understand that. As a yeah. woman, I can understand that. Mhm. Oh yeah, but that's I a, that's a that. big secret. Yeah, it is. That's a juicy one. I bet yeah. that text felt good. I bet that text felt great. I get it. I understand. Uh this says, "I broke my phone and I had to use my wife's old phone. When I opened the browser, it went straight to Literotica." Hey. <laughs> I know it. Okay, literotica. Literotica. If you, <laughs> I thought that was uh, an autocorrect. Literotica is um, it's a uh, adult site okay. for women. Okay, so it is basically a library of adult stories. Oh, so you can pick through and basically. Basically, what you do is you pick your like you can pick whatever you want. Mm. Think of any fetish in the world. Wow. And there is a library of stories about that. It's not pictures. It's not audio. It's just a fictional erotica. Yeah. But, and it's but like you, hardcore. But it's not a book. It's not like 400 pages. It's like two, three pages. Oh. So it's just little short stories about your wildest fantasies. I had no idea this existed. That's what literotica is. <laughs> and your wife's browser was open to that. That's great. And, and he never told her that he saw it. Well, yeah, you know. I would I would totally say something to Mars. Yeah. I'd be like, so what's this? Uh people are saying that it's also for dudes. Oh okay. yeah, I know. I think though that it men goes either way. But men generally like more of a visual. Oh, you know like, I like a good story every so often. Would you sit down and read like, like a to, five page story? I don't need to see it. I can envision my own erotica moment. Because usually like, just scientifically, usually men are more visual and yeah. they like to see. Mm-hmm. Like that's why the industry is so popular, whereas women like, don't necessarily need to see it. I like a juicy story, just like you. Can't we have both? Well, yeah, you we have both. Yeah, yeah, that's the best. Well, read away. It's really well, yeah, it's, it's called the internet. Well, just put some pictures on those stories. What I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Help me paint a picture here. <laughs> no All right. Kidding. Well, nothing wrong with that. I mean. uh, there's some snacking coming in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> every dude literally Google that now. <laughs> Hoping for porn. Literotica. Yeah, no, you gotta read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, there crazy you go. secrets. All right, and one last one here. This one is really cute. Um, a weather reporter in Mississippi went off the rails when a small child who appeared to be, I don't know, all jacked up on Mountain Dew or something, he's pretty mm-hmm. hyper, uh, burst into camera. So he's doing the weather. Yeah, he's like li- live on location. Little kind of kid comes on and starts erratically talking about farts and toots. Yes. <laughs> Here's the audio. Have a listen. Right now, dew points in the 20s and near 30 degrees across central Mississippi. Well, hey there. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but Zane doesn't know. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you crazy sure? <laughs> well, <laughs> we've got a little bit of uh, interesting things going on right now. Take a look at what's going on right now. You want to point out the weather right now? Yeah, there were farts everywhere and toots. <laughs> Take a live look from our up insurance sky camp right now. We've got cloudy uh, skies across central Mississippi right now. No rain showers across the oh, yeah. There's farts and toots everywhere. <laughs>
<laughs> they're yes. assuming that that was probably somebody who works there. Oh, probably. Their child, because they didn't come in to usher the child off right away. But best weather forecast ever. Farts <laughs> and toots mm-hmm. everywhere. That's so. a crappy day. All right. Uh, in hockey, Flames are on the ice tonight, taking on Montreal, if you want to check that out. As for uh, the Oilers, we've got to wait until tomorrow for them to play when they take on the Penguins at home. Rogers plays. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. It is going to be another cold day today, but like I've been saying, next week is when the spring warm-up begins, which Mm -hmm. is nice. Today, though, 30% chance of flurries on and off throughout the day. Today, minus 17 is all we're going to see for the high. Wind chill still feeling like minus 32. It is 721, and we're sitting at minus 22. Good morning. Apparently, the other day, Katy Perry, and I I would expect her to have handlers for this, but I guess she didn't, walked the red carpet the other day with a big old gob of quinoa in her teeth. Oh. So as she. How big? It was like just. No, it was like she had a big old gob in there. It was pretty (laughs) gross. So as she was walking the carpet, um, the, you know, the cameras were going off. She was smiling away, showing them her pearly whites with a big old gob of quinoa in her teeth. Um, usually you've got, like, you do the check, right? If you're going to hit the runway, oh, yeah, that's a nugget. Is it? <laughs> it's gross, that isn't is it? That is a nugget, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why any, no one bothered to tell her. And she, it was speckled throughout her teeth. Yeah. Ooh. It was like she powered back like a quinoa salad or something and then jumped out of the car to hit the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she made a statement saying, well, I guess it happens to the best of us. <laughs> People are saying that she should have had someone tell her to either floss or brush or get that quinoa out before you go in front of the paparazzi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to know if you guys have ever looked like an idiot and had no idea no one told you. Oh, like something stuck on your face? With this uh, beard and uh, mustache, this whole deal, anytime you blow your nose, I'm always worried that there's going to be remnants somewhere. And if I don't have a mirror around, I'm like... Uh, there is remnants. I always me? tell you. I'm always like, get that out of there. Well, no, I'm talking like giant boogs. Like snot in your mustache. Yeah. Ugh. Or like in the winter time when you get uh, like the little little bit of snot leakage out of your nose, oh, gross. and if you wipe it, then you get like streaks throughout. Man, you gotta care for it. You grew it. You care for it. Well, I'm I'm trying. It's a, still a learning curve here. You, but if you blow your nose like this, you're like, yeah. Sometimes it can fly like oh. here, over here. Why you got boogs it can end up ch- over here because it just like flies everywhere. So you got boogs now on your chin. And over by your hairline. What on earth? Sometimes on the collar of my shirt. On the, what? <laughs> <laughs> I need a handler, basically. Uh, Someone to constantly check over. It's usually me. I'm like, holy, you got boobs everywhere. <laughs> They're just flying around oh, everywhere yeah. here. There's a boog, boog thing exploded on my face. All right. Was there a time that you looked like an idiot? What was it? Maybe you had something in your teeth. Maybe you had boogs on your face like crash. <laughs> Maybe your beard is just some sort of... Uh, it catches everything. Sponge for... Bacterian grossness. Like I ate a donut the other day, and I had like sugar and like flakes all through my beard. You want someone to tell you, right? I definitely would. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be ashamed if I had a nugget hanging out of my nose, and someone's like, bat, "Fix that face." Got the bat, you got a bat in the cave there. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'd be like, "Oh damn, thank you." I don't want someone to not tell me, and every time I'm breathing, it's oh, it's bouncing around like a a bell. Oh, that's gross. I hate that. Mm. All right, when was the last time that you or someone you know walked around looking like an idiot? And did somebody tell them about it? Call 
Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about the time uh, that you went out maybe with something all over your face or maybe your skirt was tucked into the back of your pantyhose. Mm -hmm. uh, Something. But basically, you look like an idiot. And whether or not someone told you about it. Yeah. Obviously, we all want to be told. It's embarrassing to be told is that it? you've got snot on your face or it is. I'd be embarrassed. Like if I was out, you know, working or whatever or out with the now family and someone's like, Mars, go look in the mirror and I get there and I've got like, that's embarrassing. It is <laughs> like a giant bat in the cave. But I'd rather be told than carry on all day. Mm hmm. Yeah, as you're walking around at an event or something, you're like, hi, I'm Mars, now radio. Right? And every time you breathe, it's like, Oh, jeez, I'd be mortified. Just yeah. <laughs> Please tell me. Please tell me. Uh, this text here says, as a lady, I have a mustache. Okay. I don't always get a chance to wax it off, and I know that people can see it. I will watch their eyes look directly at my lip all the time. What? But no one will say anything. Is it a hardy stash? Must be hardy. And so, like, you just let it get hardy and then finally get rid of it? Or you don't you don't care? <sighs> I don't know. I think she cares. You know what? If you can't wax it off, do the oil of Olay um, uh, hair removal. It's like a... It's like a... I don't know about that. Yeah, That's do That's going to, like, shred no, your lip. No, you can get the stuff for the and face. And then you got, like, a big red burnt bar above your Yeah, mouth. I'd rather like, a big burnt bar than a big black know, Burt Reynolds there. <laughs> You know, uh, live on six. How are you doing today? Pretty good so far. Yeah, good. Said, all right. So uh, what was your embarrassing moment that nobody told you about? Well, it happened right after I moved to Edmonton, which is about 10 years ago now. And I was kind of lonely and bored. I didn't know anyone. So I decided to make a pan of brownies. Okay. I, I licked off, you know, the spatula, licked out the whole bowl. And then I thought I'd go get some groceries. Oh. I didn't look at myself in the mirror before I left. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yes. Yes. Where was it? This was at a Shoppers Drug Mart in Capilano. Okay. okay. And what, so did, what I, did you look like? I was walking around the store and I noticed people were kind of looking at me as I walked by and I thought that was kind of strange. <laughs> Especially the cashier. She just, she barely blinked. She was just looking at me mm-hmm. and I thought, wow, what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> When I got home, I went to the bathroom to wash my hands, and I saw myself in the mirror. I had this huge smear of dried brownie batter, basically from my chin up to my cheek. What? Oh my God, it looked like you had I looked like a leper. Oh! It looked like you smeared. It looked like you like, did something and you something. had poo oh, on your face. I wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> no one said anything. I mean, I don't know what I would have said to somebody. Right? You made, your way, though, you made your way throughout the entire grocery store, standing at the cashier, people in line looking at you. Yeah. You didn't notice when you were driving home? I was walking. Oh, you walked? Yeah. Because it was really close to my house, I walked. Oh man! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Always look in the mirror before you go outside. <laughs> <laughs> call, call Crash and Mars four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation one zero two three now radio. Okay, we're talking about your embarrassing moments that yep. nobody told you about. Time you walked around looking like an idiot. You had something stuck to you. Yeah. Maybe you messed up your makeup. This text here says, "Good morning, guys. I was a waitress." One day when I bent over, I accidentally dipped my boob into a plate covered in mayo when I was what? clearing a table. Mm-hmm. The entire underside of my left boob was coated in mayo on my black shirt. <laughs> I went through the rest of my eight-hour shift like that. 
because no one told me that I had a male boob. And it would be like like whipped male, like hanging right, down. It was like right there, right, like yeah. like it's like if I push my boob. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like a boob, no. like a, like just a, yeah. like a stamp, a mayo stamp done with your boob. You know what? I would never mention it. If uh, I would, no, oh my, no, yeah, I don't absolutely. think so. If you're at a restaurant, uh, waitress comes up, she's got mayo boob. You can't mention well, that. Maybe as a as a patron, I wouldn't. But as an employee, I would be like, oh, like one of her coworkers. I'd be like, hey, girl, what's all over your shirt there? Yeah, yeah for sure, I would. <laughs> you're walking around serving the public, and it's like you. But when you when you're serving, mayo. isn't isn't it competition? So why would you help out? No, no, it's not competition. Oh, I thought it was all competition. Wait a minute, what do you mean you thought it was? Co- why? Well, how competition? You're like competing for the most tips? No, I get my own section. Oh. Nobody else is in there. There's no comp? No. <laughs> okay. No, you think waitresses are like scrambling for well, the I best? It, yeah, and they hate each other. No. <laughs> okay. You get your own section. You help each other out. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Crystal here talking about uh, embarrassing moments that no one told you about. Could have been a boog or something yep. on your face. Uh, what's your story here? Actually, I would have preferred a booger. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, when you're at the bar and you're super cool, you're like in your, you're like 18, 19. So you're like, I decided to get up on the table and I was like, just rock it out. Yeah. Uh, nobody told me till after I got down that my fly was wide open. No. Yeah. And you were dancing on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had bright red underwear. <laughs> All my girlfriends were like, hee, hee, hee. I'm like, you guys are jerks. And country crystals just working it oh, on the yeah, table. Just grinding oh, it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Everybody's looking at me. I must be doing so good. <laughs> Trying to get a glimpse at yeah. your undies. Did you see everyone oh, just looking didn't at you? Have to get a glimpse. It was wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. Four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. now radio. Okay, we're talking about uh, the embarrassing things that uh, happened to you that nobody really highlighted. Maybe you had panties or something. Yeah, uh, stuck on your hair. Listen to this text. It says, my grade 7 art teacher wanted to take pictures outside in nature. Mm -hmm. I was wearing a green skirt and a shirt, and I was really excited because the teacher asked me to model. What? Okay, so art teacher in grade 7 takes a grade 7 student outside in a green skirt and shirt and gets her to model. Mm -hmm. I got the pictures back, and it turned out I had ketchup all over my chin and on my nose from eating fries at lunch. And the teacher didn't say anything? She says, why take the picture and not tell me? Oh, that's weird. That's a weird one. So the teacher saw that you had ketchup all over your face and said, let's do some modeling outside. Oh. And then took pictures of you with ketchup on your face. Why? That's a weird one. Did the photos end up anywhere? She said she has them. Or, well... Oh, and after they printed the photos, you're like, there's ketchup on my face. Yeah, on my chin and on my nose. Weird. So I'm guessing the oh. teacher kept a copy. Oh, it's in the private collection oh. of the teacher, oh, too. come on. Oh. Um, let's go to uh, Lay here. We're talking about uh, embarrassing moments that nobody told you about. What's your story? Well, I grabbed a pair of leggings right out of the dryer because, like, I was in a rush to get to work. Yeah. Oh, those are the best. And They're still nice and warm. Yes, exactly. So anyway, I had a pair of flats on and my leggings. What I didn't realize is that I had a pair of hot pink lacy panties <laughs> hanging out of the leg of oh, my leggings. No, no. <laughs> and where the leggings are tight, you know, and they held them there pretty much all day at work. <laughs> so, 
So I walked around all day until the end of the day I went to the common room to pick up my stuff. And here were these panties laying on the floor that looked suspiciously like mine. <gasps> yeah. And I'm kind of standing there staring at them, and everybody else is kind of standing there staring at me, and I'm going, uh, I think these are mine. <sighs> and they said, oh, yeah, they were hanging out of your leg all day today. Oh, why wouldn't anybody tell you? you. Like, and I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, like, come on, guys. <laughs> you, you, know got... what? you know what's even worse? A week later, the same thing happened, except I found my panties in the parking lot. Oh, no. You're like, those look like my own. Again. <laughs> Static cling. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right. Here's a few things that are going on. First of all, Edmonton police are looking for a person of interest in relation to a February 16th fire at the Westridge Estates apartment building in the city's west end uh so they're looking for someone who they can't find no now they do believe that the fire that ripped through that four-story building on 76th avenue and 172nd street uh was arson i thought for sure it would have been deemed like cigarette on the balcony or something right but someone deliberately said it yeah they're looking to talk to a woman that they believe may know something more about the fire uh, the person of interest is being described as a First Nations woman in her 40s, about 5 foot 11 inches tall with a thin build. The fire caused an estimated $5.5 million in damage. Even though all tenants escaped safely, some had to jump from their balconies. Yeesh. Anyone with any information is being asked to contact police on the non-emergency line or, of course, Crime Stoppers, where you can do so anonymously. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up this weekend is Daylight Savings Time. What does that mean? Well, it means on a Saturday night into Sunday morning, you are going to spring ahead. So we lose an hour. So March 12th on Sunday at 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So before you go to bed Saturday night, just uh, yeah, spring your clocks forward there. The clocks will jump forward, which means the sun will rise later, but the daylight will extend into our evenings. You will lose an hour of sleep or lose mm-hmm. an hour of sleep, which you say kind of loosely because you're going to sleep as many hours as you sleep. Yeah, it's still working. But, right. That's but just it the just way it goes. feels like crap when you go to bed. Right? It does. Which one do you like better? Fall back or spring ahead? Well, spring ahead. Oh, I like the fall back. You like the or sorry, I like the fallback. Because I like yeah, that. Sorry, because I'm like, what? Yeah, I like the extra. I mean, little hours. Sorry. I don't like the darkness that fallback brings, yeah. but I like giving being given that extra time like, in a day. Oh, it's actually this time, fantastic. Yeah, uh, ginge with the kids, fallback, spring forward. Which one's easier? Oh, well, spring forward is garbage with the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like that extra hour at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I'll sacrifice that sleep to get that sweet, sweet sunshine. <laughs> the one extra hour. It makes a big difference. It mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Because it'll be dark now at like close to six. It already is. So it'll be closer to seven. Closer to seven? <laughs> Can you imagine? Right? Yeah. Because I think the sun now is up until six o'clock, isn't it? Oh, at least, yeah. Yeah, and then after this weekend, it will be seven o'clock. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, they do say that after daylight savings time, usually there's an increase in uh, car accidents. So make sure that you drive more safely. You're less productive at work, so don't expect to get anything done this week mm-hmm. or next week, rather, because you're just going to feel like crap. Uh, and of course, all in all, your body needs time to adjust. So if you feel, um, you know, more depressed than usual or tired, that would be why. Well, remember we did the poll with the Now family. Nobody wanted the time change. Yeah, well, there's a petition out there yeah. right now to get rid of it. 
how long can you be like bad at your job for next week? Be like, oh, sorry, boss. Do it, Sid. Right. Like, how long, like a month? How long can you stretch that for? <laughs> I think maybe two days, Matt. Yeah, two, three days, and, that, and that's You're about like, oh, it. It's still making me yeah, groggy. Oh, I'm so groggy. <laughs> All right, for those of you who are huge fans of the Juno Awards, this was just announced. Uh, looks like Brian Adams and comedian Russell Peters are set to take the stage as the co-host of the 2017 Juno Awards. What an amazing lineup there. <laughs> Why is Brian Adams so <laughs> right? Apparently he's going to do it. Is he a funny guy? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's going to be, a, obviously, a great list of performers, including A Tribe Called Red, Alicia Cara, Arkells, Ruth B., Sarah McLaughlin, Sean Mendez, and the Strumbellas. They are all going to be playing at the Junos this year, uh, if that's something that you're into. Oh, yeah. I don't remember <laughs> the last time I watched yeah. one. Jen Arden's got to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. This is her gig, she, right? right? She's not included this yeah. year. Oh, I'm sure she'll present something. I'll wait for her to start she'll tweeting away. She'll work her way into it somehow. I think, didn't Russell Peters do it last year? Because he tweeted, I'm back. He's like the jokey guy. I think that like is like the roving mic through the audience. Oh, okay. And usually it's Jan Arden who does all yeah, the... Yeah, she's like, listen to me, I'm Jan Arden. I'm Canada. Jan Arden! Ugh. Jan Arden! Does anyone really like her? She just yells her name over her. Like, she obviously signed a contract uh, no. with like CTV because she's always... She's on. She yeah. She's on a lot of the Toronto TV shows. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I liked her more before I saw. I think she just got overexposed a bit. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. She got too much Jan. (laughs) You like it when nobody talked about. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know. I don't know. Did you guys ever own it? It was a lot of Jan for. I can definitely say I've never owned. I've never owned a Jan. Jan. Have you ever owned a Jan? What was insensitive on? I feel like that was a big deal. Uh, Remember insensitive? Yeah. Yeah, That one song. I have a little insensitive. Uh, Sensitive. You want to hear a little taste of Jan? Oh, let's see. Please tell me we don't. I'm going to say we took. I think I have two wins. Do you guys want to guess the year Insensitive came out? Do you want to guess the year? (laughs) (laughs) This is like your adult contemporary, like the song, right? This has got to be really old. 92? 1994. There's some mums right now cranking up. Right. Oh. oh, here it comes. I don't know the song. How do you cool your lips? Mm. Oh, you know this song. You're try- quit trying to play it cool. Wow, I can't believe Ginger knows the lyrics. I don't know the lyrics. I know the song. How do you rip yeah. the sweat? Yeah, I mean... I'm going to stop it right there like, so she doesn't get paid for it. Like toast, you know? <laughs> Say what you will about Jan. That was a good track. Yeah, it looks like crackers. What is this one? Oh, yeah. How do you, you, how do you know this? Well, I don't know the lyrics, but I know the song. This, how did, you worked in radio for so long, and you oh, don't know this, this long. one? I was still a kid when this came out. Well, we worked at radio stations that milked this. Yeah, I, I turned it down. Oh, yeah, okay. Right? I yeah, know okay. this one, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right, well, there you go. Mm. All right. Let's move on to some more um, Canadian news here. This is actually kind of a cool story. Jingles. They're things that stick in your head, right? Every now and again when you hear one, you're, you're like, oh. Sometimes you remember them for years and you can still sing jingles from 30 or 40 years ago. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got a list here of the top Canadian jingles of all time. These are the ones that will stick in your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one here, let me know if you remember it. It's Stay Alert, Stay Safe. Oh. My brother Bert. Hi, we're here to help you stay alert and stay safe. Yeah, so follow along. Watch 
was that a that gunshot at the end? Was that a gunshot? <laughs> no, no, no. It's like a cool laser. Okay, it's supposed to be a cool laser. That was apparently about Stranger Danger. Oh, really? To remind kids, yeah. I was picturing like power lines and stuff. No, that was about Stranger Danger. Uh, Number two, Swiss Chalet. Swiss Chalet. Do you remember their jingle? Mm. Oh, I don't have the Swiss Chalet. You know the Swiss Chalet one? Let me see if I can find that for you. Oh. Swiss Chalet? I got that. Alright, here we go. Uh, we didn't have Swiss Chalet in Manitoba, so I'm probably not going to know oh, okay, this Okay, you one. might not know it. You know what? I know that one just from living here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three for the most popular Canadian jingles, United Furniture Warehouse. Oh, we all know that one. Of course. United Furniture Warehouse. Dead, dead. Do you remember, for a while, they dropped the dent in? Yes. Uh, and then the, the commercials had to acknowledge, like, at the end, they'd be like, where's the dent in? Yeah. And, and then, then they got people, didn't they get people to do the dent dent? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Right? And everyone's like, dent dent. <laughs> <laughs> they brought people into a recording studio yeah, to go, yeah, yeah. dent dent. Yeah, here, yeah, let's try This is what the commercial sounded like without the dent dent. United Furniture Warehouse. Dent dent. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, number four for most popular Canadian jingles, Smarties. Oh, yeah. When you eat your Smarties, do you eat the red ones? Do you eat them by the vocal? Do you find them under glass? Do you eat them by the photo? Or eat them forward fast? When you eat your Smarties, do you say the best for last? When you eat your Smarties. Yeah, I remember that. It's still going. It's still going. That's a lot of Smarties. Do you eat them on your ice cream? People are texting and saying they still sing that one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's stuck in their head. And do you? Eat your red ones last? Mm-hmm. I haven't had Smarties in a long time. No, I put them all in my mouth. I usually just slide just the whole box. Fold the box so it's an oval. <laughs> yeah. Get in my mouth. Marvin Smarties. Uh, number six, Harvey's. Do you guys remember that jingle? Mm. Harvey's makes your hamburger. Okay. My another, dad loved Harvey's. Another uh, fast food junk we didn't have that's in Manitoba. The, that's the dad burger. That it Harvey's is such <laughs> a dad place. Uh, number seven, Body Break. Oh, most popular, yeah. obviously. Body Break. Yeah. Body Break. Everybody remembers that one. Break. I love how they didn't change it. I think they, they never tweaked did. it a bit, and then they pulled back and went original. Yeah. When you get a classic sound like that with the lasers and the... <laughs> right? <laughs> you gotta keep that. Hell, John, that's sliding yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Another one here uh, for the most popular Canadian jingles. Uh, don't you put it in your mouth, of oh, course. Yeah, that's for the chemicals yeah. under the kitchen yeah. sink. Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you stuff it in your face. Don't stuff it in your yeah, I think everybody remembers this one. You could get sick. Yeah. I remember these commercials running. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Uh, and the last one here for the most popular Canadian jingles, um, Fabricland. Oh, yeah. If you heard it, you would know it. Do we still, Fabricland still advertises? Do oh, they run yeah. their jingle? I don't think they do run their jingle oh, anymore. Here's the jingle. 
<laughs> they really sell it hard Wait, on the end. Do it one more time. You guys ever been in a fabric line? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tons of times. What did we... We, we made a, a bench at the front door. Yeah, we needed we, foam. Oh. Yeah, we bought foam. I remember going as a kid for like a home ec. We had to buy material to make oh, like boxer yeah. shorts yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. And it's a whole different world. Yeah. It's not it's a... fabric. Yeah, but it's unlike anything that's on giant rolls. Yeah. You can't just like casually go into fabric line. And there's so much of it. Like their yeah. inventory is floor to ceiling. And you gotta know pricey. what you're doing. Like, when we went in there, I'm looking at the price and stuff. I'm like, really? I thought fabric would have been dirt cheap. Yeah, it's uh, it's not. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good expensive. chunk of change, yeah. Yeah, it's an expensive hobby. Wow. So there are some of the top ones. I keep your jingles, though, coming in. Uh, everyone's texting in, like, the jingles that they remember. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of, like, local ones. Oh, for right? sure. These oh, yeah. ones are just the across. The legend of the Chevy Fox. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. so Edmonton. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's so Edmonton. Remember when they changed your jingle to you? Everyone's like, what? You know what? You're my jingle. That was, that was here. We yeah, were yeah. working here. And then they changed the campaign. Three years ago, uh, Legend of the Chevy Farm came out yeah. with a pop virgin, version yeah. where it was like Britney singing and it was all like lasers and like good dance music. We would play that commercial and people would call and be like, Crash Mars, I'm going to come down there and murder you. This is And there was like a rap version. Not yeah. bringing the end. DP not supporting farms. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chevy farms. Yes. <laughs> they went back to the old faithful jingle. <laughs> and then they went back to it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, and one last one here. If you guys don't think that it's uh, expensive for us ladies to keep looking good, researchers have talked to more than 3,000 women. And how much money do you think that women are spending on their face uh, every year? Um, I'm just going over what you spend. Yeah. I'm going to say probably $6,000. In a year? In a year, on your face. You think I spend six grand a year on my face? It's starting at. Okay. On her, that's $500 a month. On your face? No. She's buying all these contraptions, jams, jellies, lubes, and lotions. I, I don't know what she's doing to her face half the time. Did you say jams and jellies? <laughs> I think that's lunch. <laughs> <laughs> she'll walk down the hallway in the evening, come around the corner, and she's like, hey. And I'm like, Aah! yeah, I do. You I don't know what is going on. Something on there. I don't, I'm not spending $500 a month. For yeah, sure, I'm not. Some months you'll spend two, some you'll spend eight. Yeah. So it's all balancing out. Okay. I'll half it. I'll say three grand a year. Three grand. Uh, Ginge is the closest. The average woman, well, actually, this is American. So it would be $2,900 US a year. So for us, it'd be closer to $4,000 a year is what women are spending on their face. That includes, like Crash said, all the jams and jellies. Yeah, everything. Your bread. Your bread, yeah. I just wipe my toast on her face. That's right. Uh, of course, all your makeup that you buy and any other product that you, your face wash, your makeup remover, all that mm. stuff can equal up to $4,000 a year Yeah, most women will spend. Uh, confessions are rolling in 56789, mm-hmm. how much you're spending. Guys, feel free to confess how much your uh, ladies are spending on their faces. Um, <laughs> this one says $10,000 a year. What are you putting on your face? That is good. That is good. I'm Forget. jealous. That is professional. That's like facials and well, that's, that's like what I need to do. and getting stuff done. Yeah. See, like you do that too. So you got to add that I to do. the total. Don't do it enough. Uh, this one says, I spend $15. In a year? What are you, four? <laughs> <laughs> Lip chap. That's all she needs. <laughs> Another one. I spend sixty just on my foundation, so it's going to be a lot. Sixty yeah, bucks yeah. just on. How long does that last? Is that like a six month deal? Uh 
or no? Like on like a jar of cream? Is that what you're like? Is that what you're like? Well, I don't know. She said foundation. What is that? Like foundation. Your, your first oh, layer no. of your face. Foundation would be yeah. It's like two three months. You know what's shockingly expensive hmm. uh, is that Rach gets like a uh, eye cream. Yeah, and it's like in the smallest bottle yeah, you've I ever know. seen in your life, Bots and somehow it's six seven hundred dollars a pop. Six. Well, I don't know Whoa. what price. Like, holy I mentioned smokes. earlier, she handles the finances. Her eyelids are lace and yeah. gold. <laughs> Another one around 100 bucks a year. Uh, Monique spends about 30 bucks a month. Okay. Uh, this one says, I don't think I spend 400 a year, let alone 4000 That's completely yeah. insane. Yeah, that's per year. 1350 coming in. Yeah, thirteen fifty. I would say that I'm probably around, I would say I'm probably around three grand a year. Mm. on my face mm. and that's without professional treatments because I get like eczema like I'm flaring up right now mm-hmm. and so I, I can't but. Uh, another one 10,000 a year is right I could easily spend 1,400 bucks at Sephora in one day oh easy right <laughs> and I've had a few days like that <laughs> good for you I know that story's crazy yeah. oh yeah you can spend a lot of money in I there I went in there to buy some gifts over the holidays and holy crap line the lineups were insane and mm-hmm. I'm looking at everyone's totals and I didn't see a total under six hundred dollars. Wow! And I'm holding myself. That was at Christmas. <laughs> and I get to the till. They're like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> everything's like booming in my head, and they're like, chuk, chuk. and I see the total. I'm like, Poof. yeah, it's all these little tubes. Yeah, it's little ex- tubes and little trays. Yeah. Over $600. It's expensive to be pretty. <laughs> Crash would like if a cash register's beeps recognized the dollar amount. So it got louder as it was a more I, expensive. Oh, it was just <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> It's like the screen got brighter and the sounds got lighter. That's true. Alrighty, in sports, uh, if you're wondering how much taxes Super Bowl guys play, well, I got some information here for you. Each player on the Patriots got a $107,000 Super Bowl bonus for winning, mm. uh, along with a ring valued at $30,000, which is all great. Except they were also all hit with a tax. Oh, no. That tax total that they had to pay, $54,000 on that. Jeez. So they didn't even see 50% of their 107000 Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. So you see it initially, and you're like, yeah, and even, the tax man comes yeah, in. Yeah, even though um, they're obviously making a, a lot more than most of everybody in the world makes, uh, that's still $54,000 tax they had to pay on all of their bonuses. So mm-hmm. Oilers are on the ice tomorrow. They take on the Penguins. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. It's another home game. If you want to watch the Flames play, they play tonight against Montreal. Alrighty, it is going to be another cold, wintry day today. Only minus 17 for the high under a mix of sun and cloud. It is 824, and we're sitting at minus 22. Good morning. <laughs> According to a new study, uh, there are some, I guess, specific times that psychologists have come up with that you should take a break before getting into a new relationship after you divorce or break up with someone. Mm. Uh, how long do you think that that... That the perfect amount the would be? The perfect amount of time would be. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, two weeks. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so after you get divorced, within two weeks, you should be able to, to move on. Well, I think you can dabble after two weeks because all the crying should be done, right? 
All okay. the crying and hurt feelings. To rip it off like a band-aid. Grow up. And, gr- and grow up and, uh, and and carry on? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Two weeks. I think that's fair. All right. Uh, well, psychologists say that the amount of time that you should give it after a divorce is eight months. Oh, what? So eight months after you're divorced, you should give yourself time to, they say, relearn yourself. Mm. Because a lot of times after you get divorced, when you're married, you lose a sense of individualism or self. Mm-hmm. So they say that you should give yourself eight months after the date your divorce is final to learn yourself again. Learn who you are, what you like, who you are as an individual. I can do that in two weeks. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, for just breaking up in a long-term relationship, long-term being over one year, mm-hmm. they say to give yourself four months, mm. and then you can, uh, and then you can carry on. Mm-hmm. I want to know from you guys, and I want to see if we can find from the now family. What did who- you give yourself? When? With all your breakups? Uh, well, some of them overlapped. <laughs> <laughs> so zero. So- <laughs> <laughs> There was some overlapping of moving on while not quite broken up So you up didn't yet. find any individuality? Uh, no, I mean, obviously I have in the past, but there were, like, there were sometimes, sometimes you I... can't think of any time it didn't overlap. Uh, <laughs> usually I met people while I was... Like, what you doing? Uh, like, yeah, who cares about that one? Well, how are you doing? Uh, <laughs> no, all jokes aside, I can't think of... No, no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Trying to give any time. That's awful. She's had no time since 1962. <laughs> <laughs> How long uh, did you take? Can we find somebody who had the fastest rebound? Mm. And did, like, if you're, like, let's say you got divorced and then 24 hours later, maybe your wife is like, well, I'm getting married to another guy. How did that feel? I think I would be devastated. You wouldn't just go find some hot thing? No, I don't. I I don't know. Just move on. Like I think, like that's like crash. That's like you walking off this show mm. and then going and doing a show somewhere else with like some other chick. Like, I'd be like looking in the like windows. Crash and Becky in the morning. Yeah, crash and Becky in the morning. I'm looking in the windows. I'm like you just walked off the show like 24 hours ago. Yeah. Now you're on another station with Becky. I'd buy a billboard right in front of the studio. Oh, I'd be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I would oh, be furious. Yeah. That would be terrible. This text here says, I've heard the best way to get over one is to get another. <laughs> well, All there right. you go. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Uh, Dana from Spruce is uh, throwing a question your way, Mars. Sure. She says, how about uh, meaningless rebound exercise? That doesn't huh. count, right? No, that doesn't count. So that's, you can, uh, you're talking about like getting right into, like attempting to get into a relationship. Yeah. But not just having fun. Well, that's discovering yourself. No, let's, no, you know what? Let's, let's talk about the meaningless rebound. Oh. Like if you, okay, because Mascot Paul's texting and saying that if you leave the show, your social media would be Crash and not Mars. <laughs> so that's what it would be. Yeah. But if you broke up with someone like that afternoon, mm. would you go out that night and try to pick up somebody to have like a one night stand or a fling. I don't know. Is that bad if I would say that I would? No. I don't know. Why? It'd what be fast. Like that would be within a matter of hours you would go out and just. What, what am I supposed to do? Sit at home and cry? Might I guess. Might as well go and see if I still got it. Would you? Would you still have it, do you think? I don't know. Like quickly buy a box of hair dye, re dye my hair. I'm box like- of hair dye? 
<laughs> Something like Silver Fox rolling oh, in. Oh, wait, no, no. I'm going to give you one piece of advice. <laughs> trigger walking in. I'm like, hey. Yeah. No, don't go into the bar with a brand new... I've seen you try to dye your hair before. It goes all the way down his forehead, and then it stains, like, it's navy like, blue. It's like Eddie Munster. Yeah. <laughs> Looks so bad. I'm like, hey, ladies. Yeah. It's like, oh, did you just try dyeing your hair, old man? Oh my God, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. This is just the way it grows. It's hot, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Caroline, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, doing fantastic. We're doing good. All right, so you're actually going through this situation right now. I am. We broke up on my birthday. Okay, when, was, when was that? Two weeks ago. Okay. And uh, I have a date tonight. Oh, there you go. Ooh. How long were you with this person before you broke up? Two years. Okay, so it's a, this is considered a long-term relationship. Two yep. years, you gave it two weeks? Uh, well, I started talking to the guy that I'm going to meet tonight. Yep. Three days after we broke up. Okay, and this is your first meeting? <laughs> yes. All right, so two weeks after, and you feel good about it. You you had plenty of time to figure out who you are, like your downtime, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I don't think it should be based on a time frame. I think it should be based on how you feel about yourself and, mm-hmm. and what the breakup was. And, I mean, for me, the breakup was coming. Yeah. So it was like, okay, now it's done. Now I'm ready. Right. Let's find real. Yeah. See, that's why. Ah. I, that's why I said two weeks. You can do a lot in two weeks. I can discover myself again. Yeah. I can discover some new things about myself. And I guess if the breakup isn't a shock to you, like yeah. it's it's already in your brain. Like like you were just saying there, Caroline, that like you knew the breakup was coming, so you were already kind of over it for a number of months. Exactly. So yeah. it's it, you know the actual breakup. Yeah. You know was. Yeah, so once it happens, now you're like, okay, the stress is gone, the freedom is back, oh. I'm feeling good about yeah. myself. Well, that's yeah. exciting. This is really exciting. You're going on a date tonight. Woo. If you're going on a date with Caroline, you better be nice to her. Yeah, you better be. He's a fireman. Oh. So. Oh. <laughs> well, hopefully he doesn't get a fire call tonight. Caroline. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now Radio. All right, we're talking about the fastest uh, rebound. Uh, we're looking for who rebounded the fastest here. Uh, whether or not it was, um, you know, 24 hours, two hours. Was it after a divorce or was it just after a breakup? Does it make a difference? Mars scoffed at me by saying two weeks and then we discovered that she just overlapped everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a few I overlapped. <laughs> See, two weeks would have been appropriate. Yeah, then, two weeks probably right? would have been. There's only a few. There isn't all of them. Of what? That I overlapped. Like, there were some where I was, you know. When? Uh, there was a good period there where I had no one. Well, I had a lot of people, but I, I just wouldn't commit to anybody. It's probably going to rain tomorrow. <laughs> no, it was one of the best times of my life, to be honest with you. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, let's get a, get a dude's take on this. Sure. I got David hanging on. What was your situation, man? <laughs> okay, so... Uh, <laughs> I had been in, uh, well, more or less, I was married for about eight years. Okay. And uh, the day I was moving out, he was moving in. We actually <gasps> crossed, we, we actually crossed each other's paths at the doorway. No. Whoa. Okay, that's, that's too oh, soon. Uh, well, to, much to her credit, I think, you know, because I looked at him and I said, look, because we had a son at the time, I said, look, he doesn't get yelled at, he doesn't get hit. Yeah. He, he looked at me and he said, okay. And then that was all we had to say to each other. And you just had, like, the bro look, and you're like, all right, carry on. 
Yeah, and here we are almost 10 years later. Yeah. Well, almost 20 years later. Wow. And, and she's still with that dude? Yeah, she's still with him. Oh, and everything worked out. Yeah, and in fact, not too long ago, I sat down at their kitchen table and I had a beer with them and we had a good chit-chat. And the truth is, is I was an idiot at the time and mm. she was making the right choice. And yeah. You know, and I needed, I needed, I needed that. But at the time, you were like, you SOB. Oh, God. I <laughs> yeah. tell you how bad that was. <laughs> like, so talk she. About, take, your, take your male ego and just crunch it up into a little ball. Right. Yeah. So she was window. obviously seeing him while still with you. Ah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, the, your but, coach is still warm uh, from you, and he rolls in. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. That is okay. That is That's definitely the, the fastest, fastest that yeah. we've had today. Passing each yeah, other well. on the way in and out. It's like you're yeah. tapping out. Woo. Tap one uh, out, tap yeah. one in. And you know what? I'm so grateful to her. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the bottom line is, is I, it was toxic. Yeah. For both of us, and I needed that shakeup, and she needed a change, and yeah. both of us thrived because of it. So. Yeah. Now she obviously moved on within like seconds. Uh, how quick did uh, you move on? Um, it, it didn't take me too long myself. I, yeah. You know, you recognize that it's not right for you. And oh, exactly. You, you, you start moving on, but did you give it at know. least two weeks before you dabbled? <laughs> I don't, uh, no, not <laughs> a week. <laughs> a week. Fair enough. Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars, all one word, on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, there's another one of these videos that uh, went viral, and it basically just shows you that you can't beat the classics. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a dad, uh, and when he found out that his five-year-old's tooth was loose, dad said, well, let's just get rid of this right now. The audio of the video isn't all that great. Watched it yesterday, so there's really not much for me to play. But what he does is, is he does the old classic get rid of the tooth. String around it. Yeah. Hit it on a door. Door. Yeah. yeah. Put it on a doorknob. Slam that door. And sure enough, this young girl's tooth goes flying out of her face. Yeah. Or if you're in America, you put it behind an old muscle car. We Yeah. We've had stories <laughs> that where the kid stands there with the string tied to the back of a Mustang. Best video ever. Oh. Daddy's like, all right, you ready here, son? And yeah. He's like, I'm ready, daddy. And then, brum, 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 brum. No way there. <laughs> My tooth is so daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even feel it with uh, that, right? Probably not. It would, I, that would come out so quick. I would, I would guess. Um, did I, do you, I feel like you and John would have gotten creative with getting your teeth out. Uh, we've done the string on the door. Uh, we've punched each other. What? In the face? Yeah. Like if you're losing your front teeth, you do a quick, bah! And then majority of the time it should pop out. Yeah, of course. And if not, you'll like pull each other's teeth out, which is maybe that's why I don't like teeth anymore. You would pull your brother's teeth out? Yeah. Although I guess I played with my brothers too. I'd get them to open their mouths. Like when you, uh, when your tooth gets to the point where you can flick it around with your tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back and forth Yeah, it's like click, 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 click. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, you go in and you're like, ready, snip. And you rip it out. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, yeah, because it hurts. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then out your teeth oh, come. Yeah. I never got to do anything cool. No. No. Your we, brothers didn't do anything to you? Uh, no. Well, they were so, they were a lot younger than me. So if anything, mm. I would have been the one punching them in the face when they had that. Uh, yeah, but I wasn't allowed. And I, you mm. know. 
But I would make them open their mouth and like flick it with the tongue back and forth. Oh, yeah. It's like click, 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 click. Yeah. It's so gross. But we never did anything cool. I want to know from you guys if you did anything cool. Maybe it was with your kids' mouths mm-hmm. uh, or when you were growing up with your own teeth. Oh, I'm going to cringe with this conversation. I know you are. You, how did you get them out? Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right. We're wondering how did you get rid of your teeth uh, when you were a kid? Did you have a special way of doing it? Did you do anything different? Ah, we didn't do anything fun. I didn't tie the teeth to anything. You didn't tell your dad didn't go in with the needle nose pliers? No, never. Oh, Oh, God, no. Yeah, that too. Where you put the needle needle nose pliers. Because that's like metal on teeth. Yeah, but the tooth is almost out. It's all this is happening at like the tooth is dangling from the roots phase. And you put the pliers on like this. Yeah. Clamp your tooth, and then you prop it on another one and go click. Yeah, and then and it just pops out. Oh, gosh. And then they hold it in your face. They're like, look. We've got another video uh, that's gone viral of a guy, of a dad slamming uh, the door shut with a string tied around his daughter's tooth. And, of course, it pops right out of her head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we want to know how any creative ways in which you got rid of your teeth or your kids' teeth. Uh, Jen's on three here. How you doing, Jen? Uh, hi, I'm good. Excellent. All right, so uh, you had uh, some creative methods to get your kids' teeth out. Well, I was the kid that would take the other kids' teeth out in school. Whoa! Really? (laughs) Yeah, in grade two or three, I used to be the kid that the other kids, when they had a loose tooth, they would come to me and and I'd just get all up in their bare hands and yank them out. Did you love that feeling? Like, what what an uh, odd thing. I don't know, because now there's no way I could ever do that. (laughs) (laughs) You're horrified at the thought of that. Yeah, now it's gross. Oh, yeah. No, couldn't do it now. But as a kid, yeah. Yeah, so all these kids with dangling teeth, they're like, oh, go see Jen. And you just go in there with your little fingers and you're like, snap, and it's off. Yep, yep. Yank them out. Here you go. Put in the envelope for the tooth fairy. Did you do it to yourself? Oh, yeah. I I pulled my own teeth out, yeah. (laughs) Like, it's crazy when you think about that. And now you're horrified at the thought of it. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't happen now. Well, yeah, because you lose a tooth now. Well, Chances yeah, it's are it's not problem. coming back, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Okay, thanks for that, Jen. All right, thanks. Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about uh, how did you cre- the creative ways that you got your teeth out. We've got another tooth video that went viral of a dad slamming a door shut and his little girl's tooth just goes mm-hmm. right out of her face. Anything tooth related, I just cringe I know. over. Uh, this one here from our friend Rob in Edmonton. He says, good morning, Crash Mars. As a kid, my dad would tie floss to my tooth and the other end to a power drill. Mm-mm. Then he would say, close your eyes. You would hear the drill turn on and pop. Out it came. Good times. Good times. Yeah, because it would wind the tooth up, right? And then rip it out. Yeah. Would you be able to uh, handle that as a child? Mm. Like, think back when you were a child. Could you handle all that? No, I remember keeping my teeth in so long that I used to be able to fold them, like, all the way down. So realistically, like you just keep stretching just out the keep- root. Oh, <laughs> wasn't that the worst like, too? When you were like biting hang. something and your tooth flies out, and you crunch down on yeah. it. Yeah, oh. it would like hang out. So strange, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> a little baby Mars with a tooth hanging out. Yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Hey guys, okay. use my tooth. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. Hi, we're good. good. All right. So uh, your kid was uh, losing his tooth. What'd you do? Well, yeah, we were uh, sitting on the couch and uh, she uh, said, Mom, my tooth is loose. And I said, Mom, okay, let's get a string and tie it to the dog and ask her to go outside. <gasps> no, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and what was the and, outcome? And uh, 
Well, we did that, and uh, I walked to the back door, and I asked her, asked her dog, Chewy, do you want to go outside? And she just jumped up, and she ran to the back door, and the tooth came out just like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> anytime you say for uh, dogs you want to go inside, they're like, what? Full bore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They freak out like crazy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you just see the tooth, like, flying on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your kid didn't feel it? No, she she's like, it was just a, a quick... Uh, yeah, just a oh, quick pop. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and and went, I would mom. I would hit the floor if I watched that oh, go yeah. down. That's I'd be awesome. howling so much. Well, she's got another tooth that's going to come out pretty soon, so I'm going to do that again. Oh, you have to film it, nice. Cecia. I, I will, I will. Yeah, absolutely, I'd <laughs> love to see that. I'll put it on the app for you guys. Yes, I would love to cool. see that. Thanks so much yeah. for that. Awesome, you guys have a good day. You, you too. Take care. I have fun listening to you guys. Oh, thanks oh, so much. Awesome <laughs> chatting with you. Have a great day. Take care. Call Crash and Lars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All righty, we're talking about uh, the non-traditional ways that everybody got their teeth out of their face. Mm. Strings, pliers, punches. <laughs> uh, Caitlin out in St. Albert says, I did this one by mistake. My youngest used to pretend he was a dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he would put his stuffed animals in his mouth and walk around the house on his hands and knees. Oh, and then the tooth would go flying? Uh, one day I was playing along pretending he was the family dog and I went to pull the stuffed animal out of his mouth when I tugged on it out came his loose tooth oh <laughs> did you know that he had a loose tooth no but he's like pretending to be a dog right so she's like well you want to play right? pull so yeah. she pulls and he's like oh <laughs> would you be horrified if you ripped a kid's tooth out like that you're like oh my god I didn't know you had a loose tooth <laughs> uh, Dylan how you doing man good all right. Okay, we're talking about uh, methods to uh, get your teeth out as kids maybe uh, someone helped you what was your method well, I tried a few different methods, yeah. and the best I found was uh, get that hard cough or the caramel toffee. Mm, no. And put, yeah, and then you uh, take that, and you center it right over the tooth, and you bite down really hard, <laughs> and you just open up and take the uh, toffee out, and the tooth is just sitting lodged <laughs> in there. Oh. Crash looks like he's going to puke. Oh. <laughs> Even if I did that now with all my teeth intact, I'm just cringing. <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> it was uh, the most pain-free method I found, anyway. And it's just the, your tooth is locked in this like toffee type stuff, and then you just open it and it rips it out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it looks pretty gnarly once you. Uh, right, and then you're like out, ripping but... your tooth out of this toffee piece. No, you just throw it all in the garbage. Yeah, oh. you take your tooth out, I guess, or, or yeah, if t- you want to leave it for the tooth fairy, and yeah. it, it'd be like getting those like um, caramel squares, crash it at uh, Halloween. I guess, Put your loose yeah. tooth in there and yank her out. Yeah, yeah it works. That Thanks. is disgusting. Yeah, like but I guess if it works, it oh, works. I literally have like severe goosebumps yeah. going on. <laughs> <laughs> Text Crush and Mars. 56789. Join the conversation. Now radio. Okay, we'll do another one here on uh, ripping out your own teeth. Yep. Or maybe your parents helped you rip out your teeth as kids. Uh, Bobby out in the country says the last three teeth that my youngest son had removed, we tied a string to the tooth. Mm-hmm. Slam the door. Yeah. The other end to a Nerf bullet. Oh, would that actually work? Locked and loaded. We shot his tooth down our long hallway. Oh, although I guess those Nerf guns have a lot of oomph. Yeah, she said uh, that they videoed it in slow motion. Oh, yes. And they put it on Facebook. Oh, I want to see that video. Apparently, the youngest son there thought that that video was the coolest thing you'd ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> that's Just adorable. slow motion, the tooth yeah. ripping out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's so cute. Just a little faint stream of blood following <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> that's cute. Uh, let's go to Ashley here. Did you rip out your own teeth or what? 
Yeah, I would play with it, even if it was a little loose, and I'd get it out that day. How would you get it out? Like, I would, like, twist it. I'd kind of pull it a little and just wiggle it. And So you never had help with it. You just managed to flick at it so many times and then eventually just, like, rip it, and you feel the roots ripping. Yeah, I would just keep going at it. Like, we'd be in the store, and I'd be sitting in the cart, and I'd just be playing with it while my mom went out and yeah. got groceries. I did the same thing. I would like, I'd, I'd flick it with my tongue back and forth and yeah. then I'd start twisting it. Did you ever like put it in place backwards? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then you're like, ah, oh, and it kind of sits. <laughs> I just mostly used my hands. Yeah, I used oh, yeah. my hands, I used yeah. my tongue. Yeah, I would do the same thing. I Once yeah. once I was able to manipulate it like that, I'm like, that's it, it's got to go. Get it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then you like pried on the other teeth. On the other teeth, rip- yeah. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> All right, thanks for that, Ash. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 5.30 to 10 a.m. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.